1: Welcome back, WIP Midday Show. Hugh Douglas, show Julio two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. That is how you hop aboard. lot to discuss here. Number one free agent priority for the Eagles, I say Chauncey Gardner Johnson. Hugh says Javon Hargrave. Are you interested in Derrick Henry trade? Of course, Philly stuff. With the, we're still waiting on the Andrew Painter update, and we have some new polls up here. As of course our our bracket is up at well, the. Let me go vote you got to vote on all the polls here. At WIP Midday Show on Twitter. So it's our official updated bracket, the free agency birds bracket. We pitted all 16 or the big 16 top free agents here uh, and seeded them 1 through 16. So the latest polls that are up right now as we roll through the first round today. And uh, the polls close at 3 p.m., by the way. This is like an official election day or something close to that uh, polling day. So they close at 3. Excuse me. Hop in and vote. So the three fourteen matchup, Javon Hargrave, Andre Dillard we got a runaway here for Hargrave, 91%. And then um, th- this might be the biggest actual um, gap between votes. Chauncey Gardner-Johnson against Zach Paschal, <laughs> 97-3 to on that one. That's a brutal draw for Paschal. Yes. Well, speaking of Zach Pascal, actually. I felt bad for him, so I voted for him. Yeah, serious situation. <laughs> he was, um, I guess he was robbed at gunpoint over the weekend back in his hometown. Oh, yeah. Town. Yeah, that's yeah. not,
2: yeah, that's that's unfortunate. Yeah, so, that I, I very mean. very unfortunate.
1: The good news is it sounds like he's okay. Um, obviously, that that's a terrible situation. But go vote at our poll, WIP Midday, on Twitter. And we'll play these out over the week. And we'll see what people want, who people want over the course of the week as the number one Eagles free agent prior. We'll get back to the phone lines here. But first, Rich Eisen. You know, he was at the Combine. He had some really interesting things to say specifically about quarterbacks and guys that could be unretiring or retiring. Uh, First, listen to this. Apparently, Phillip Rivers tried to get back in the NFL during the season last year. Here's what Eisen was hearing. Two teams
3: that were quarterback needy at the end of the season, starting third stringers, and had a chance to go to the playoffs and maybe make a deep run in the playoffs, referring to the Miami Dolphins, of course, the San Francisco 49ers. I heard at the Combine, number five on this list. You heard. That Philip Rivers contacted both of them to come back late last year.
2: <laughs> Philip Rivers has no shame, man. If that's the, if that's true, he has no shame.
0: Well, a uh, little bit of an update on that, actually, because Pro Football Talk just tweeted that Philip Rivers himself denies that he reached out to them, mm. but he does claim that teams reached out to him.
2: And he said no? Yeah, apparently. Uh, Do you believe that? No. Okay, let's. Okay, let's, let's, let's play devil's advocate. Do you believe, like, Phillip Rivers is considered a Hall of Fame player by some? Mm-hmm. His one, his, the thing that he's never accomplished is like, what, making a deep playoff run, going to Super Bowl, correct? Yeah,
1: yeah no Super Bowls. He went to the title game once.
2: So you mean to tell me <laughs> if you're considered a Hall of Famer and if you get this team over the hump, that solidifies your legacy? that you're not going to take
1: I mean I I with you he, I especially the 49ers cuz they on, were man. right
2: there Come on man like come on dog like like the Well, also instead of going going a Super Bowl, come on, man! Buy all
1: those kids, he needs an extra paycheck to pay for that. Yeah, he, he probably straight. He probably you know he probably saved it all. This he's bit. made a lot of money. I he's know, but ten I mean, kids are expensive. I mean, yes, you they are. And I think kids? he's
2: coaching, right? He was coaching high school football. High school he? football, yeah. yeah. It does sound so about it right, seemed
1: yeah. like when the high school season ended, he got bored. Man, I,
2: like listen, some of them high schools, them checks must be looking kind of lovely because uh, Trent Dilford, was coaching a high school team. I
1: think he just took the UAB job. He's yeah. in college now.
2: Yeah, he's in college now. So yeah, he he was them some lovely little check.
1: Speaking of him, I watched um school. I watched the thirty for thirty the other night. Oh the, the Ravens. Yeah, the bullies of Baltimore about that two thousand Ravens team. Awesome. Mm-hmm. I mean that they were able to, to film that before Tony Saragusa passed away. Uh-huh. The stars of the show were Saragusa and Shannon Sharp. Like they yeah. were like it was that, that was that, a hell of a team, man. That defense was that ridiculous. Was
2: a hell of a team. They they off their offense was uh scoringly challenged. They like, didn't they score a score.
1: touchdown. That's a nice way to put it. Yeah. They, they went a month. a month without a touchdown. Man,
2: listen. They were a phenomenal squad, man. Like they they were a beast. Like I, that's I, the defense that you aspire to be like when you when, that's back in the day when they talk about defense winning championships, that's what they're talking about right there. T-
1: that season they allowed 10 points per game. 10. <laughs> yeah, how many it. how many shutouts did they have? They had 5 shutouts. That's Absurd, and they were upset. Uh, in the the they, they played out, they, they talked about every game as it went through. They were upset because in the Super Bowl, the Giants had a kick return. It was Ron Dixon. <laughs> uh-huh. that, it was thirty eight seven was the final, and they were all they were still annoyed that it wasn't a shutout because yeah. they were like, well, we didn't. Get that's up the what they boys. wanted
2: to do because they knew, man, listen, you knew the Giants were going to get dragged. Well, Ker- Kerry Collins yeah, was the quarterback. They knew they yeah. were going to get dragged,
1: and they got dragged. Yeah, that that was a great, great defense. All right, so that was the Philip Rivers thing. That was the year they beat us too in the playoffs. Well, it, yeah, yeah, it was. That, oh, that's that, right. That just hurt. But we, but like, how would you guys have done against the Ravens' defense? I would
2: like. To, it would have been a good game. It would have been
1: fun. I mean, that, it would have
2: been a good game. I'm not going to say we would have beat them, but damn it, we would. We would have scored more than seven.
1: Well, you would have got. I think you would have got an offensive point because yeah, the Giants not yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: they wouldn't. Yeah, we weren't worried about them scoring. It would probably been a zero zero. It would have been a very we low scoring. you would still been playing.
0: <laughs>
1: uh, real quick
0: before we move on off the Philip Rivers thing, I do find it interesting that if Rich Eisen's report is to be believed that the 49ers passed up on a chance to have a third quarterback on the roster and then proceeded to turn around and whine and cry about how they didn't have a third quarterback a month
1: later. Well, I mean, just think about it. I don't know what kind of shape Rivers was in, if he was like really, at that point, nor- his normal self. But imagine if he came in that game instead of Josh Johnson. Yeah. But see, that,
2: that's not even the thing, though, Joe. The thing is, if you have an opportunity to be affiliated with a Super Bowl team, a team that could potentially make yeah. it to the Super Bowl, as a quarterback who is considered a Hall of Fame quarterback, even if you didn't play or not, I would think you would take that
0: chance. Sure. Well, LeSean McCoy won two rings
1: by sitting yes, on the bench He was in
2: Kansas City. Yes, he was. I mean, you take that chance, man. You take
1: that chance. Yeah, he didn't. All right, let's hear what Eisenhower to say about Aaron Rodgers, who we know today is, is, I guess, continuing to speak to the Jets.
3: You know, Rodgers has told you through his many appearances, certainly on McAfee's show, that nobody, like a very, very small subset of people know what he's thinking. I'm saying, hot rumor at the combine is the Packers want an answer from Rodgers to be, no more. Because they also, I don't think, want to be the ones to end the relationship. Right. That by the way, if he does come back, you know, you got a first bound Hall of Famer coming back. But deep down, I'm hearing, boy, <laughs> do they not want that answer from him? It's like
1: they want a divorce, but they <laughs> don't want to be the one ones. Us. They Neither don't want to be one the ones. One
2: of us. Wants to be the first to say goodbye. Mm-hmm. Man, bye. Like leave. Like you come on, you don't want to be the first to leave. They they've been talking about this breakup for the longest. Years. Just break just 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 put it to rest, man.
1: So how about this? So today they've granted, or I guess it started last night, they granted Aaron Rodgers permission to talk to the Jets. Like what what are they? Are they, are they hoping he comes back and says, I want to go there now? Trade me.
2: Hey, you know, that's just like, you know, relationship. You're like, hey, I don't want to break up with you, but you can start to see other people. Yeah,
1: it's over. I mean, you don't <laughs> to on, say man. it's over.
2: You know what that means? When she started to see other people, you know what that means, right? It's a wrap.
1: They don't want him in Green Bay? <laughs> yes,
2: it's a wrap. When they start seeing other people, you already know what that means.
1: So are they that afraid of just trading him? I'm like, a I, fan's going to be mad? They, I don't know. I don't know.
2: I think fan the fan base is tired of him, I think they're tired of him.
1: What did Todd, is it
2: like you said the other day, he ready for him to go, too? Yeah, he's
1: like, thanks for Super Bowl, but I'm done now. <laughs> yeah, but he did He did also
2: say, if he wanted us another one, he'd be okay with yeah, that, Yeah, yeah, of
1: course. Well, that, that's what happens we have great quarterbacks. Are Speaking of great quarterbacks and maybe uh, changing their minds here, here's what Rich Eisen is hearing about the GOAT, Tom Brady.
3: Number one rumor I heard at the Combine, not in terms of a lot of yat chatter, but this this one just blew my mind. Tom Brady may not be done after all. <laughs> what <laughs> it's a couple people are like just you just hang on just you wait well, wait for and i'm what? like what I'm, 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 for? And I'm like he's instagramming out videos of his cat but it doesn't look like he's getting uh big big and fat does it and and that he just let, like let it play out let's see who wants what and and the one place that folks are saying keep an eye out for is miami
1: well, that Miami thing, Hugh, that was out there a year ago. That was the whole they, Brian Flores thing in Miami, and they they were trying to make him and Sean Payton work or something. They still don't believe in Tua Tagovailoa, do they? They just don't feel like he is that guy. They don't. And well, that's, they, they, you that's you see, amazing to me. They said last week they're going to wait because they have it until May to pick up his fifth year option on his contract. You know, for twenty twenty four, they haven't picked it up yet. They want to wait.
2: That's and that should that should, should should go to show you how hard it is to to find a quarterback. Yep. Because he didn't play – to me, he didn't play bad. Like, I know the concussions and everything. But they're willing to move on from, from a young quarterback to go with an old guy because they feel like he can get them over the hump.
1: Here's what I'll tell you about Tom Brady. If he actually does come back, I never want to see one more retirement announcement for Tom Brady. And you will. No, but I'm not paying attention. Like we, It's like everyone reacted last year when he retired, and then we did it again. If he comes back again – He was no. confused.
2: Then he wanted to take a year off. He got – he got what was that? Who money did he get cut? Greg Olson's money? Yeah. He got his money cut did decide to take a year off, nice, thinking about playing football. That's
0: a lot. Well, we're all going to remember where we were when we heard the news <laughs> of Brady possibly unretiring.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm done with, with but all then, this.
2: Not only that, he, he sat there and said, hey, you know, I drawed this out last year. I don't, I'm not going to do it again. So what you going to do when you come back? Say, hey, guys, I guess I'm not done.
1: Well, it's no kind of right like there. Brett Favre did this. He retired like three times. He retired. I
2: mean, but listen, if, if the money, if they're still willing to pay you the money, the money's kind of hard to walk away from, especially when you talk about it at that position.
1: I told, I get it, and he keep playing for. I'm, I don't. He can play for as long as he wants. Just stop telling me you're retired.
2: And then they'll, they'll tell you in a heartbeat. We'll take care of you. You're going to be okay. Yeah. I mean, it's hard. It's hard to walk away from that money.
1: Well, it, obviously, it is, and Brady might not be done, so we'll keep an eye on that. Um, let's grab the phones here. Wade, is it Chester? What's up, Wade? Wade, Hey, what's up, y'all, man? Look, your Aaron Rodgers.
4: I need you to I need you to push this this take right here for me, Jillyo. Yo, okay. You be you be on main scenes and stuff. This ain't gonna go in Philly, but when you go on the national level. Listen, Aaron Rodgers is the biggest manipulator in the media, yo. He is a fraud. They put him up like okay. they put him up on a pedal stool with Tom Brady. Only thing him Tom Brady got in common is the number twelve and they play quarterback and they the same uh they Caucasian, Like, yo, <laughs> he is a fraud. He keep doing this this uh I'm about to retire, I want to do this. He do all this stuff. To take away that, you ain't won a Super Bowl since 2010. Pat Mahomes passed you. Um, uh, The the Rams quarterback tied with you when he won a Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. Nobody talk about that like with him. They went, oh, he's a bad man, MVP this, MVP that. Bro, he don't do nothing, cuz. All he do is, like, come on, cuz. He choked Tom Brady threw three interceptions back to back to back. He did not capitalize and get his team to uh, the to
1: Super. Well, how about the next year, Wade? They had home field advantage, and and the Niners went there with Garoppolo with a sprained shoulder, and Man, and they scored the seven points, and they lost. He the worst. He be doing this to get away
4: from nobody. Won't talk about how he keeps folding. Like that's why. Like the maybe the Packers had a a, a smell of coffee. Like you know, what is we doing? It, it, this is this this is nothing. He not bringing the, uh, the win to the Packers. We get there and we fold. This bull is terrible. Like nobody is talk about, there's no none of the sport networks talk about how he is not getting the job done. How he keeps coming up short in the playoffs. How he is not how he's a choke artist. Like he, he is up there with uh Peyton Manny. Like they well, didn't, but Peyton Manny got the other Super Bowl and I'm choosing the Super Bowl to help him, but, right? Like, Man, they like yo. He good quarterback, but he can't get
1: over the big. Well, game. and Peyton went to three. Wait, Peyton went. At least he went to right, three. Yeah, right. That's what I'm saying. But like, you know how they was actually going he like went he to could. four? Excuse me. He went to the Bears one. He went to the Saints one. He went they to the Seahawks, the and they beat the. They lost to the Panthers. or they beat the Panthers. Yeah, right. so he went to four. Yeah, I mean, Rogers I'm, went I'm, to one. I'm
4: just saying. I'm just saying how he got this narrative, like how nobody come at him. Like
1: uh, I tell like you,
4: they treat him like he Michael Jordan or something. I will tell you
2: why though, because like man, listen, when you talk about some of the the greatest last-ditch effort plays that have happened in, what, the last 10 years in the NFL, most of them are Aaron Rodgers. And and what he just heaving it down the field and somebody's catching it. That's why he's considered that guy. But I'll tell you the one thing that he did that that had me scratching his head, my head when when they did it, when he took all the money and they traded his receiver away because he took all the money and then threw his young receivers under the bus last year. Nobody said anything about that. Don't nobody say nothing about this guy, yo. <laughs> he threw like him he, under the bus and said they couldn't play all this stuff because he was on that higher
4: Nobody want to date him. He lie about stuff like yo. They really treat him <laughs> like he
2: way well, got personal. <laughs> like,
4: no, like I've been I mean, I mean like I've been mean like yo. Aaron Rodgers is like they put him on the pedal stool. I'm like, oh what? Like okay, he throw the ball. Like, he he he's one of the best throwers and he his arm is great and then he got athleticism in the pocket. But I'm like okay, they they don't say it no more since Tom Brady left uh, Tampa Bay. I mean, since Tom Brady left New England. But they used to compare him with Tom Brady. I'm like, why? Yeah, he's not Tom close. Tom Brady got all these well, – that was when Tom Brady had five Super Bowls because he had won two more since like, – oh, well, like, he won with the Patriots and with, uh, with the Bucks. But, like, they used to be talking about this dude like, okay, Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers. Like, the best quarterback, Tom Brady, Aaron Okay, but Aaron Rodgers is not winning nothing. He throw the ball good. He, all that good stuff. But he is not up there with Tom Brady. Like, he is, like, and his whole attitude, going to show how, like, people like, – people in it now. He is the worst, yo. He's, yeah, he's the, the opposite weight of a leader. He is. <laughs> no, like it's about the leader. Like, it's just like, okay, like how y'all just said, okay, he throw the ball, this and all that. I understand that, but it's about winning. Like, come on, man.
1: He's a regular like, season quarterback. Wait, I agree with you, man. I think you're onto something there. And you know what? The Jets, the Jets are going to get him. I think he's going to end up with the Jets here. And the way we appreciate it. He's talking to the Jets, you I think that's where he's going to end up. People are going to put – you'll see. I, I bet right now, if I had to guess – the Jets probably right now. I'll go look. I, I would guess they're about twenty-five to one to win the Super Bowl. Yeah. If this trade goes down, they're going to be about twelve to one. People yeah, are going to start the expectations, big expectations. I, I believe that
2: they could win the Super Bowl,
1: but will they with him?
2: I mean, th- th- you just want a chance, yeah, and, and then, that was the one thing they were missing last th- year. Well, the they
1: w- they better be a playoff team with him. Yeah, them.
2: they have to be a playoff team. No question about
1: that. Yeah, I'm. You He's know, much better than what you had back there. Well, I mean, to go from Zach Wilson to anybody is is yeah. better. It's not as Jen's bias it's,
2: you it's, 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 not as saying it's not Zach Wilson's fault that he's garbage. They're saying that's the team's fault. No, for, it's for Zach push, Wilson. No,
1: he stinks. <laughs> it's 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 his fault. Robert's in Manor. What's up, Robert? Hey guys, how's it going? <clears throat> Good, Robert, so, what are you thinking? Well, I'm thinking that uh you know, at the end
5: of the day it's about money, and if you can get two or three guys for what you have to pay hardgraves, I'll walk away from hardgraves and keep, say, Bradbury and Graham and and maybe TJ Everts or however the money plays out. You're absolutely right, guys. It's a puzzle. You know, what are you going to do? Derrick Henry, another puzzle. I've been championing picking up uh, Bijan Robinson because mm-hmm. he's younger and he's super talented. I think he's a generational player. Uh, Derrick Henry might be getting at the end of his career, so it's a question of a five-year plan versus a one-year plan, I think. Uh, well, I mean, I like Derrick De- Derek Henry. I think he'll just his game if we pick him up. But I'd prefer be John Robinson, uh, quite frankly.
2: Well, yeah, but I don't know how. <clears throat> I don't know about you, Joe, but adjusting the game, his game when he was so good at what he's doing—that's that, kind of like feast the purpose, though, isn't it?
1: Yeah, well, it well, dep- To me, it depends on the cost. Like if you're trading a lot for Henry and paying him a lot, then you kind of need him to be the guy, like his resume. He was, yeah. yeah, but if 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 the cost is low, and I don't know what it will take, I, I really don't know what, what kind of draft pick it will take, Robert. If the cost is low, I mean, I I just think he could he could figure it out. They they can make it work. Yeah, well, how many times a
5: game is Hertz running? I don't want Hertz running. Yeah,
1: it's it's been it's been about ten the last two years. I would say it's been about ten plus to eleven. You know, ten between ten and twelve a game. It's a lot. Yeah, and he's going to keep doing that. He's going to get injured,
5: like Lamar Alexander, like Kyler Murphy. It's I mean, these guys you run, they're going to get killed eventually. It's only a matter of time. So I'd rather have Derrick Henry picking up Jalen Hurts' load, and I trust Henry a whole lot more than I do Saunders. Well, you know. I, I will well, say this
6: to that.
2: There's only <laughs> so much. I, I, I hear what you're saying because I kind of feel the same way you do when it comes to the quarterback. Yeah. But there's only so much of Jalen Hurst's game that you're going to be able to change. I, I mean, agree. he's still going to, you know, he's still, that's a part of who he is. Like, I would love to see him throw the ball more, but even when you talk about Steve Young, Steve Young pulled the ball down and ran sometimes, too. Yeah. I don't think you're going to take that completely out of Jalen Hurst's no. game. <laughs> but you can, you can add a nice little running back that, that can take some of that load off of him,
5: no doubt. Yeah, and, and pass protect. We part of the problem against blitzes and stuff is, you know, and the ability to get the ball down field to our great receivers we have, you got to have someone
1: do it, a little pass protection when they run a blitz, right? Well, yeah. sure. And give him hot routes probably and give him right, get the yeah. ball out of his yeah. hand. Yeah, Robert, you're, you're, you're on to something. Yeah. Hugh, I, I, I agree with you that over the years, are they going to try to pull back on how much Jalen Hurts runs to keep him healthier? Probably. They probably should. But he's never going to be a guy that runs zero times per game. That's not who he's he is. He's
2: never going to be that guy where you're sitting back there talking about, oh, he's sitting in the pocket throwing the ball a lot. He's going to still run the RPO. He's going to run a lot of the offense that that he's comfortable with because as a as a defensive unit, it's still a threat. Like, And you still have to defend against that. So that's why you keep it in the game. Now, he might not do it as much. There might be RPO action, and then you throw the ball over, over, a linebacker's head or something like that, but there's always going to be the threat there. I'll tell you another thing, man. When Russell Wilson was at the top of his game, the one thing that I liked about him is that he kept that running aspect in his game, but he never took a whole lot of hits. Mm -hmm. And I think that was because of that baseball background. If I'm not not mistaken, Jalen Hurts. He does, yeah. Has a baseball background. You just got to get down, man. That's the one thing that I remember vividly when Russell Wilson was putting pressure on defenses. He would run. And he would get as much as he could get. and He would always get down. He never took a big hit.
1: Yeah, and it helped him survive for a long time. Now, I mean, now it might be going the wrong way for him. It certainly looks like it. But he had a good run in Seattle doing it that way. Todd is in Philadelphia. What's up, Todd? Hey, what's going on, guys? Hey, Todd, what are you thinking?
6: Um, uh, I'm gonna stay away from uh, Derrick Henry. I think I would, I would he on this. If you don't plan to give him 25 plus carries, and just stay away from him. He's not, he's not worth 10 million dollars if he's getting. 10 to 15 carries.
1: Unless those carries are great, but I, I do understand both your points. Like he, he can, He's a volume back, right? Like He needs his carries yeah. to get his yards. Yep.
6: Exactly. And I think the guy that I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with you on CJ. And the only reason is because I think we can plug CJ at different spots. Like He could be the, Versatile. the middle guy. He could be the guy coming in the box. When Maddox was down, we put him at nickel. So I think we could do more with CJ. Whereas with uh, Hargrave, I think we have guys there now that could, you know, that was his backup last year, that could, you know, I'm not saying they're going to give him the same output as, as Hargrave, but they can fill in for him. You know, we got the younger guys that we expect to be that guy next year in the years in, uh, uh going forward, but I think there's no one behind C.J. right now on a team that you can could- – Throw in there and get the
1: same production. Yeah, Todd, that that's my fear on this. That they're very thin at safety. It's really only blanket chip. Epps is also a free agent. And and Todd, let's be real about Maddox. He's a good player, good slot, but he gets banged up a lot. Like, yes. they, in, you could see next year, like you forecasted. I could see Gardner Johnson have to play, you know, slot for you know a, a third of the season again.
6: Yeah, Maddox goes down a lot. So having having CJ there and being that Swiss Army knife, I think that helps us out a lot.
1: Yeah, and, I, I, and Todd, we appreciate it. Hugh, I wonder how much that factors in. You know, we, we talk about age, price, position, like which position matters most. I wonder how much the versatility matters to the Eagles with this. Uh,
2: I would say none because if you're willing to let a player of that caliber get in a free agency, mm-hmm. then that you don't value it that much. You feel like there's, uh, there's one of two things. Either you feel that there's an upgrade in free agency or in the draft that you could potentially get,
1: and you don't think they're worth the money they're asking. The, yes, the, yeah. yes,
2: basically. like that's why like listen, I, I I don't really know any of these guys, and when I give you my opinion, it's because'm I'm, I'm looking at potentially how the Eagles could handle this. You don't let your guys get to free agency. The guys that you really covet and want to keep, you don't really let them get to the free agency. you want you want to talk to them as soon as possible. You want to let their agent know, like, hey, we want to try to get something done in a timely fashion, the simple fact that they've come out in the last couple of weeks, we've heard that CJ GJ might get franchise tag. Then we hear today that he's not going to get franchise tag. That that, that says to me either one of two things. Either they couldn't come to a number, or they just said, you know what, we're not doing that. We changed our mind.
1: And Howie did say at the Combine that, you know, remember he talked about how they didn't want to mess up the chemistry. That's why they didn't give out these contracts during the season. They usually do, right? They usually re-sign their players. It also told me, Hugh, that they're okay losing them. Yeah, yeah, like, you know, if you're willing to let the guy go to free agency, you might lose them. They're willing to do that, which which I think speaks some volumes what they think about these Like, none of these guys to them are irreplaceable.
2: Yeah, and that's that's how you have to look at it. And I know that us as fans, we're looking at this and we're like, hey, well, we need this guy or that guy. Well, they watch film every day, and they're looking at it, and they're thinking like, hey, there's an opportunity here for us to upgrade here or here or wherever, wherever that may be. And like I said, either that's in the free agent market or that's in the draft. They're looking at it as an opportunity to upgrade at the, at, at key positions.
1: Yeah, and think big picture on this because the decisions they make today impact tomorrow. Two one five five nine two ninety-four ninety-four. That gets you over. We'll come back. All your calls on the Eagles. Which free agent, if you can only keep one, do you want to keep? The Derrick Henry trade idea that we've uh, thrown around the entire show. And when we get back, Sixers had another big win last night. Back in action tonight, we'll talk some Sixers and we'll reveal the final matchup of the day in our bracket. 215-592-9494 to hop in. Hugh Douglas, Joe Giglio, Sports Radio 94 WIP. The stretch run of the NBA season is here. Now is the perfect time to download FanDuel in partnership with Valley Forge Casino, America's number one sportsbook. New customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back. If your first bet doesn't win, just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, super easy to use here. And then you can win everything from the money line to point scorers to threes drain. Tonight, the Sixers, two and a half point underdogs in Minnesota. It makes me think there's some maybe more guys sitting tonight with injuries. I will take. Let's go with the over on Tyrese Maxey's points tonight. I have a feeling he might be one that scores a lot tonight. Plus, FanDuel, as you combine your bets for a chance at an even bigger payout with a same game parlay. FanDuel Sportsbook is the official partner of 94WIP. I really like the FanDuel app, so don't miss the chance to get your no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 bonus bet in bonus bets when you go to FanDuel.com slash G-I-G-L-I-O. That's FanDuel.com slash G-I-G-L-I-O to learn more. Make every moment more FanDuel an official sports betting partner of the NBA.